Hey. Hi. This is the Hubby Wifey Show, episode two. <laughs> Five million years later. I'm William. I'm Elise. Thank you for listening. We're excited. Okay. Hi. Hey, baby. It's been so long. It's been over a year and a half. <laughs> since I've seen you. <laughs> since our first episode. <laughs> so, yeah. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Since and we I didn't s- get into a fight today like we did at the last episode. Oh, yeah. So, we're, we're already doing better. Yeah. So, this is our second annual episode. <laughs> We actually did a recording. Three of them. Oh, we did? Yeah, we did like three times because it just did not come out right. Oh, yeah. I think we were trying to like let y'all know what had been going on and it was just too much for the first episode back. So we've just decided we're just starting over from scratch. So this is the new Hubby Wifey Show. The Hubby Wifey Show. I'm William. I'm Elise. And we have no plan of action today other than just to... reintroduce ourselves yeah yeah Yeah. well i mean i think that what's important when you're starting a show like this is kind of giving some background so that people can understand you relate to you william and i have always done um ministry um mostly with kids and where we believe in with high school yeah mostly high school and we believe in relational ministry and i think part of relational ministry is actually being vulnerable enough to kind of share who you are. And that's kind of what we feel about any ministry that we do is just letting us be real and open so that it can help others through their crazy lives. Because I know that when we were dating, we were looking for that person that would actually be honest with us instead of kind of giving us stupid answers. So um, where... Did we first meet? Where did we first meet? Yes, the very first <laughs> the very first meeting. We met actually through an ex-boyfriend of mine. I didn't ask how we met. I said, where did we meet? Oh, where did we meet? Yeah. Franciscan University of Southern No, specifically, Ohio. where did we meet? Tommy Moore Hall at Franciscan University of Steubenville, mm. Ohio. True. Okay. Um, where did we second meet? Where did you we second meet? Mm-hmm. Um, your household house. I don't remember the second time we met. <laughs> so, I don't that. remember either. I don't know what the second time was. Yeah, I think the the second time we met, you weren't dating. Oh yeah, no, we had been broken up by that point. Yeah, um, and you were good friends with another friend of mine. That I lived with. Both him and his girlfriend. And I used to try and come up with excuses to go see you in the room. Which, to be honest with you, I I don't think I put two and two together that you were the same girl. Really? At that that very beginning. That's so funny. You've never told me that. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't very long afterwards. Right. But when I first realized I, I liked this girl... I didn't realize because I met you one time for like five minutes, literally. 
while I was like visiting in town. It was like in passing. Right. And you dated this dude for just a couple months. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's like we weren't. Yeah, you weren't in my life whatsoever, you know? (laughs) Well, and I was hanging out with my good friends and honestly was kind of wrecked by the last boyfriend like my heart was. So I was like not in a place of being even open to a relationship. And normally I feel like my radar is pretty good. But with you, I just did not see you pursuing me at all. (laughs) That's because you're blind. I don't know. I'm a I don't, good flirt. No. You see, if anybody knows my husband, they know that he has like an emotionless toned voice. So he's just not, that's just not his quality of like being able to be very emotionful. <laughs> so whenever you pursued me, you just weren't very obvious about it. I'm a it. good flirt. No. You're not. I love you so much, but you are not, I'm a, good flirt. not a good flirt. I am a big flirt. I don't even mean to flirt, and I'm apparently flirting. Oh yeah, yeah. You're 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 a flirt. <laughs> you flirt with everybody. But yeah, so he um we went to this party, so not on my radar, and he was like doing things at the party to try to impress me and then left something in my car. And I didn't even get it. So I called up my my friend Oscar and was like, hey, did you leave this like piece in my car? And he was like, no, Will did. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll come bring it by. And I so gave it I to left Oscar. something in your car <laughs> in order for you to find out like because if, if you didn't find out within a day or two, I was going to be like, hey, did I leave something in your car? Did you find something in the back of your car to try and get you to come bring it back to me? And you just like dropped it off at my house. So I was like, oh, she's totally not into me. Well, because you weren't, like, pursuing me. I was pursuing you. I don't know about that. Just because you're blind to it or (laughs) we're blind to it doesn't mean anything. I think you're just bad at flirting, but you're really cute. Who am I married to? Me. So, evidently. (laughs) Evidently. I think the Holy Spirit and Jesus had more to do with that than anything. Yeah, but they had to use me to get, like, it doesn't just happen. I don't know. I liked it, so I put a ring on it. Yeah, you were like a mysterious, I didn't know if you hated me or liked me kind of guy. Do you still feel that way? Sometimes. No kidding. <laughs> Not at all. You're yeah. my bestie. Truth. Um, okay. So we met at Steubenville, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, we live now in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, you're from Pittsburgh. I was born in Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's a really random, you know, story about where you end up from point A to point B, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say it has been an insane journey. Oh, yeah. It's been a you crazy know. journey. I mean, where we started, it's so funny because I feel I'll look back on pictures of us when we were like super young. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I feel like that was two very different people, which it was. It yeah. was very different people. But everybody always asked me when they find out I'm from Pittsburgh, like, how did you get down here? And then their first thing is, was it your husband? And I was like, actually, no. Lie. It was totally me. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Because we were not even talking until, and I had already decided to move to Louisiana. It was my sister, Kelly. So I had come for the summer of 
uh, actually Katrina um, before Katrina happened and spent that summer with her to get away from things that were going on in my family. And then I came back to Steubenville and was like, this is not where God wants me. I want to pursue art. And then I was going to go spend some time with my sister in Louisiana and actually go to University of Alabama. Now, me not going to University of Alabama was you. Yeah, it was. My reason, because I said my housing fell through, (laughs) which is not true. Yeah. I'm surprised you stayed. Well, you're pretty awesome. Yeah. But I'm surprised you stayed. But yeah, everybody assumes that I moved here for you. I mean, I know they're right deep down inside. (laughs) Just saying. Um, We weren't even in a thing until literally on the drive down when I was moving down here. The night shift, because my friend, uh, she had fallen asleep and you were keeping me awake. In a good way. Yes. Hopefully. We like talked for seven hours straight. Yeah. That in middle of the night conversation. The first yeah, it was one. pretty awesome. It was. I don't even remember what we talked about. I don't know, but I we know talked I, for seven hours. phone died like hours. seven times. <laughs> um, so anyway, we met. We liked each other. We didn't know we liked each other. Then we did like each other. Then we started dating. And four years later, we got married. Yes. That and was that a was short version. And that was nine years ago. Yep. So, what what can people expect from our conversations on this show? Um, because the first episode, we literally were like, we've been talking about doing a podcast. Um, we have other shows that we do. Um, I I have been out of our marriage. I've only been I've been the only consistent one to keep a show that I started up and going right for obvious reasons we'll get into in future episodes but anyway so that guy show is another podcast i do with my buddy matt who's all part of like the wise fools umbrella that Mm -hmm. we all fall underneath Mm -hmm. so the hubby wife show and then messy buns Mm -hmm. which the girls are hopefully coming back soon they've been recording some podcasts but anyway like the first episode we knew we were kind of going to do one and we got in a fight like a really bad fight and it was like 11 o'clock at night it might even been one in the morning and we just decided, all right, well, we're done fighting. Let's just go podcast. And we kind of talked about the fight, <laughs> but we didn't have any rhyme or reason or what was going to happen or, you know what I mean? So like, what, what can people expect if they're listening to the show? What can they expect out of the Hubby Wifey show? Well, I kind of referenced it earlier when we were talking about um, the way that we do ministry. Something that we always struggled with when we were dating was that we would reach out to different couples and, you know, talk about purity. Like we were struggling with purity and, you know, we'd be like, Hey, you know, we're struggling with this. And instead of getting like real, like truth from them being like, yeah, man, we're struggling too. We kind of got more judgment and not really judgment. I didn't feel judged, but I, I, def- didn't. I definitely felt like there was like, Oh, we don't, well, we don't struggle. Yeah, with that. yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there was judgment in that sense. It, yeah. it was like, oh, you guys are struggling with that? Yeah, exactly. Like, yes, we are. So can you help us? And like, well, we don't, like, no. Well, we just wouldn't get any help from, even like from older couples and like right. friends that we were, like, who were like four or five years older than us who were married while we were still dating and, you know, we right. would look up to as support. Right. And, and I think like the crazy thing too was, 
once we were married for a while, then everybody started actually being real about it, being like, "Oh no, we were struggling too." And it's I like, know, "Man, such liars!" I'm like, "Well, if you if you would have been honest about it, like then we would have been able to help each other and like overcome that yeah. together." You know, instead, you're left to to your own devices. Then you start feeling shame and guilt, and it kind of just pushes you further down that road. Yeah. And so, I think there's a lot of things that people say. Um, about relationships that are kind of immature, you know, um, things like, let me say, uh, I hear this one a lot. You really need to have yourself figured out before you get in a relationship. It's stuff like that can, that can really damage a relationship that God is actually putting forth for a reason that I think that we want to talk about like the realities of what it's like to be in a relationship. Right. Because if, if I had to get myself figured out by that time, I still wouldn't be with anybody. Exactly. Because I still don't know what I want to do for a living. I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, I just don't know. There's all kinds of stuff that I want to do. And I'm still learning about myself, you know, which really I learn more about myself through you than absolutely than than I do from my own introspective or prayer or whatever, you know? Well, and I think our relationship for me has, I mean, I would not have, there's, there's a part of me that wonders whether I would even be here, which is something we'll get into later, you know, if we hadn't had our relationship. And so sometimes I feel like a lot of people like to say these like kind of writ statements that have no basis for actual truth behind them. Yes, there are certain aspects that you should have figured out. But at the same time, if God calls you to something, there might be a reason why he's calling you to that person at that time, you know? So I think it's just honestly being authentic and being like humble enough to admit where we've fallen um, and let others know that they're not alone in these areas instead of it being like, oh, you know, they're so awesome because they have it all figured out. No, we don't have it figured out. In fact, we're still struggling as as every single couple is. We just want to be honest about it and give others hope, you know, and, you know, whatever we've overcome that we can give, you know, hey, this is what we did. You know, it may work for you, it may not work for you, but well, it did for us. Also, a lot of times people f- fear giving advice because they might be struggling with what, you know, what they might be giving advice on, but it doesn't mean you still can't give good advice on it. You know what I mean? Like, trust me, I know, like when we struggled with purity and stuff like that, like we, I could have given the best advice on how to avoid it because I was in the middle of struggling, avoiding it right (laughs) Right, then and there. You know what I mean? And just because I could give that advice doesn't mean I, I wasn't strong enough to still avoid it, you know, but I knew what I needed to avoid it and when those things happened we did avoid it you know so it's like i I could still get that advice and what i don't really see that today with a lot of couples um you know for example of all my friends like when us guys get together we no one talks about their marriage you know what i mean right like no one really talks about their marriage every now and then a, a situation will come up it's not really a complaint but it might be like hey i need some advice my wife thinks this i think that but other than that like that's it. That's the end of the conversation, you know? Right. Um, and I'm guilty of it. I don't purposely go out, but I don't do it because my friends don't do it. So maybe I need to start right. talking more, you know, it depends like me and, you know, me and Matt will talk about stuff, you know, um, me and maybe one or two other people, but in general, as a group of friends, when we get right. together, no one really talks about their marriage or even struggles <clears throat> within their marriage because yeah. everything's, everything's good. 
Right. You know what I mean? And I know through this past year, we've had like a hell of a year. People have asked and I've, I've been honest and told people like, man, Elisa and I, even in our marriage have struggled to get through this, you know, well, we don't have any quit in us, but it's definitely been hard. You know what I mean? So just having that raw honesty is what I think you'll see out of this show. Um, but it's not always a bad thing, you know, raw honesty can sometimes be fun and funny and, um, you know, exciting to, to try and hurdle over obstacles instead of it being like this big wall that you can't get over. Um, we're also planning on having fun on the show. Oh yeah. You know, we have a basket that we filled out. Um, I'm gonna shake it right now. Um, inside this basket is a whole bunch of suggestions that the wife and I were supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so at the end of each episode, we'll like, we'll pick out of the basket and we have to do it and we'll vlog about it uh, or do a, make a little video about it. Some of them we won't be able to do now because of this past year. Uh, Elise does have a lot of health issues. So like there was stuff like going to get matching tattoos and other things like that that she can't do right now. So we might skip some of them if it pull, we pull out one that we can't do. But in general, like we're looking forward to that. And those will be on Elise's YouTube channel. Um, I think that also what you can get out of this show is not just like that real honesty part but like if you if we talk about a struggle we, we might ask for advice we want to hear from you mm-hmm. you know like what have you guys done in y'all's marriages or relationships cuz trust me like a boyfriend and a girlfriend who are solid individuals they can give advice, marital advice, you know, they can give relationship advice just because they're not married, you know. And, and that was one thing that I felt like when we were dating, I would see other people and they struggle with their marriage, but they never like anytime they would mention it. If I gave up a solution of some sort, it was like, well, you don't really know what you're talking about, you know, and it's the same thing now. Like we don't have any kids, but some people will. And a lot of times I do joke, give a joke response like if they have problems with their kids i'll give a joke response but in all honesty when i do give a legit response i do get a lot of um well i mean like you don't really have kids so you can't really speak on it you know it's like just because i don't have kids doesn't mean i don't see what your kids are going through and what you're doing with your kids whether it's good or bad you know what i mean right well what's crazy is that after doing years of youth ministry what we've seen is a lot of the effects of parenting. (laughs) And so we actually do have the graces of seeing the other side in what works and what doesn't work from parenting because we've actually seen it as these kids get older, the effects that their parenting had on them. And don't get us wrong. When and if we ever have kids, we're going to screw it all up. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. We're not going to remember half the stuff we know now because looking at it from outside is so much easier than than living it. Absolutely. Um, I'm not talking about these grand theories on how to raise kids, you know, but a specific issue that you have with your kid, a lot of times we can circumvent that because of what we've seen with kids we've already ministered to. Yes. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Um, anyway, yeah. So welcome back to the Hubby Wifey Show. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, I have two questions for you, Elise. Yes. Okay. And this won't be a long episode. We're just getting back into it. Um, Question one. What is one thing about me that you cannot live without? That I cannot live without? Yes. 
Your snuggles. My snuggles. That is like the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Question number two. What is one thing about me you can live without? I can live without. You wouldn't mind living without. <laughs> Talk about truth and honesty. Um, Your tone of voice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We did a video and it's like it was a cute video for at least got 100 subscribers on our YouTube channel. So we're like super excited. She just started it. And we did a little like thank you video and we made a cake or Rice Krispie Treats. But I'm telling you, that whole video, I could. I was like the first time I actually heard the way I talked to you. And I was like, man, I do sound condescending. <laughs> in my head, in the moment, I was I was in a good mood. Like, I wasn't upset or anything like that. But I can right. definitely see how I come across. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how to fix it. Because in the moment, I thought it was everything was good. You know? Right, right. So. So now you have to answer that question for me. Okay. What can I not live without? What can I not live without? What is one thing about me that you can't live without? Okay, I can't live without your um um like your laugh. Mm. Like when you do like a real laugh. Not like these like pathetic little sympathy laughs. Pathetic little sympathy. Yeah. Wow. But like your real laugh is something I cannot live without. Like when I hear that I get I get filled with so much joy. It's not even something that I do or being around you. Like, I love it when you're like Marco Poloing somebody or texting somebody else. And I hear that like huge laugh that you do with a snipe, with a slight snort at the end of it. Like that is like, I just get filled with joy. And sometimes I just walk in and you're watching otters, you know, <laughs> or, so, raccoons, or raccoons or monkeys or birds. Or- yeah. Um. So one thing that I can live without would have to be. Um, I think I could totally live without, um, that's a hard one. Oh, there's many things. Don't you lie? No, there are, but you want something, <laughs> but you want something good and something that we can leave this podcast without fighting. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I can live without your um excuses as to why your pathetic excuses as to why you can't accomplish something oh wow for example like you're you doing art mm-hmm. i'm not talking about like isn't doing the dishes and you're giving me a pathetic excuse no i'm talking about like you doing art or something to better your soul um there's been times in the past where you've given me excuses and here you are in the past month and a half or so like kicking ass and doing all kinds of art stuff and like your soul is just brighter is shining brighter than it has in the past. And before you were like lying to yourself and you were just filled with these excuses that weren't good excuses. Yeah. You not feeling well and can't get out of bed is a good excuse. But you just not doing it because you're not motivated or whatever. Well, find a way to get motivated. You know what I mean? Like well, get out there uh, and just uh, do it. It's funny because as we were talking, I was like, okay, I I can't live without your snuggles, but like what is one thing like I truly could not live without like that has been life-saving for me. And I think to me, it it's your belief in me, like your absolute unfailing belief in me. Like you have oh, this, yeah. you see something inside of me that I don't see in myself and you have confidence in me. Yeah, And that has led me to so much healing and to helping me figure out who I am. 
And if I didn't have yeah. that, I don't think I would be the person I am today. Truth. I do believe in you. Clap if you believe. <laughs> All right, babe. Let's pull out the box of okay. what is this, what is this basket called? The basket of dreams. The basket of dreams. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're gonna pick from the basket of we'll name it eventually. Dreams. And so on Elise's YouTube channel, which you can find her at youtube.com forward slash Elise Bennett. Um, what? Can't do this one yet. Oh, well, just what is it? It's a sunset kayak. Oh, yeah. You can say it, though. She's like yelling at me with waves. <laughs> flagging me. <laughs> We're down. not there yet. Um, OK, Hopefully so. Anyway, once a month on her channel, I think we're going to do the hubby wifey show in a. Uh, no, can't do that one either. <laughs> we're not babysitting kids right now. Uh, once a month, we are going to do uh, the hubby wifey show like in a video format, and it might take on some of these things here. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, man. Yes. OK, so take pictures creatively together and make a wall hanging. Does this mean like we take pictures I think what this means is that we go out, take pictures of stuff to be creative uh-huh. and then we actually get it printed or whatever. Right. And it's put not it on pic- the wall. It's not pictures of us. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like to be creative to be and make fartsy. a wall hanging out of it. Okay. So within a month, right, we are going to take pictures creatively together and make a wall hanging. And then we'll have a video about it on my YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Which again is youtube.com forward slash Elise Bennett. So I think that's I think that's doable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And we're gonna come up with some fun topics that we're gonna talk about on this show. Um I don't know if the show's gonna be weekly or if this show's gonna just gonna be monthly. But we're gonna get it figured out. Heck yeah. Um go check out wisefulsmedia.com. And we don't have an email address for us yet, but we'll get it. Find us on Instagram at, um, I think it's at the hubby wifey show on Instagram, or just go to Elise's, which is overcoming Elise on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. This is the hubby wifey show. Bye. Bye.